Hey, Bob, what's up, brother? Hey, Gentry. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so happy to have you, man. There's definitely a nice place under a tree in the shade in the land of milk and honey for you because every time you come on this show, I've talked to you a few times, you're always doing something for other people, not doing it for yourself. So it's pretty cool of you, Bob. It is. It is. I'm really great. <laughs> you're awesome, man. You're one of the best of all time, brother. Well, I, I try. You know, I was just a kid working out and idolizing Richard Pryor and Rodney Dangerfield, who I got to be friends with at the comedy store. And I've been in this business a long time. So, uh, you know, when something happens in your life and you lose someone and you want to help them and you want to help the other people to get it so they shouldn't have this problem, I'm right there, you know. And I do a lot of causes, especially virtually now. A lot of benefits have been. So we have a virtual benefit. And thanks for letting me talk about it very much, Gentry. Cool comedy, uh, hot cuisine. This thing's been going on a while, right? I mean, I've heard of this thing we've before. We've been doing it over 30 years. And um, I started doing it, and Susan Feniger is actually co-hosting this event with me. She's a, a top chef, two hot tamales, and she will be co-hosting with me live, um, actually, on uh, Sunday night, this Sunday the 18th. We usually do live events. Robin Williams was the first person who ever did it live, and then did it six times after that. God bless him for being so great. And it's always been comedy-driven, comedians, singers, and I've been uh, booking it or whatever. I just call my friends and say, can you help? And uh, we did such great live events with food and comedy. Last one in L.A., I had on stage at the same time John Mayer and Dave Chappelle and uh, Ken Jong and John Stamos. And in New York, I had Andy Cohen and and, uh, and Michael Che and John Oliver. And we raised a lot of money. We raised $45 million in the 30 years. But I lost my sister in 94, and a lot of people have been losing people to a disease people don't know about. Um, and it's been around forever, and it's hundreds of thousands of people we're trying to help, and we really are making progress. So we're doing a, a big event, which will be on uh, Sunday night, this Sunday the 18th. It'll be on YouTube, and you can subscribe to get it at srfcure.org. That's Florida Marine Research Foundation, so that's srfcure.org. And there's a promo code BOB if you want to get a $50 ticket, because we've never had anything like this, so we are able to do that. It's usually, you know, in the in the big ballroom or something with great performers, and I'm really uh, excited about it because of the performers I've got. And I'll, if you let me riff through them, I'll do They're my. They're fantastic. I mean, it's a lister after a lister. Lay them on us, Bob. Well, thank you, thank you. So, last time someone said lay it on me, uh, my <laughs> wife and I are actually sleeping in separate bedrooms right now, which is is quite frustrating because she went away and saw her family and wants to make sure she's quarantined until she knows uh, that she's safe. And she, she tested negative yesterday, but uh, she wants to test again. I think she's just holding out. She won't let you at this point? I, I'm going to. As soon as we're done, by the way, I think I'm moving, making my move. I'm going to get to first base. <laughs> get so, it done, uh, man. <laughs> whatever that is now. I think first base is fourth base now. <laughs> I don't know. But the performances are Jason Alexander, who lost his stepsister to scleroderma. Jack Black's going to make an appearance. Reggie Brown. Bill Burr, who's going to rip me apart. Kelly Clarkson is singing a song so amazing. Jim Gaffigan, who's lovely, of course. Jeff Garland. Nikki Glaser, who's hilarious. Regina Hall, such a great actress. And her mother has scleroderma. And we fund centers of excellence like uh, uh, UCSF and Stanford. And she went to Johns Hopkins, one of the best scleroderma centers in the United States. And her mother is well now. Her mom is well, which 
my sister might be alive with the therapies that they have now rather than just injecting you with cortisone and prednisone to treat symptoms. And Ken Jong is going to make an appearance, and he pretends he's a doctor. And Queen Latifah lost her mom, sadly, two years ago, and she made a video for us. And George Lopez, Howie Mandel, John Mayer is going to sing. He's one of my dearest friends, and he's also uh, got an auction item of a signed guitar by him. And Joe McHale... Uh, is going to rip me apart. It's kind of a roast, I think, because nobody, they're all just saying, please cure it, Bob. We can't stand you anymore. And Joel has an auction item where we're going to drink tequila shots, he and I, with someone on Zoom. He just wants to get drunk any, any chance he gets it. Pat Monahan from Train's going to sing. I'm almost done. Ray Romano, Jeff Ross, Sarah Silverman, and John Stamos, who has an auction item where, where he's going to do story time with Uncle Jesse. And I think it's going to be like, People think it's going to be like Goodnight Moon, he's reading to little kids, but I think it's going to be like a lot of ladies and men just going, here's, read Sixty Shades of Grey to me, John. You know, that's what I think. Stamos, is, he's still be. getting a lot of tail, isn't he? He's still looking good. And well, nice. he does. His wife is is the tail, and she is uh, lovely. <laughs> 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 it's really weird when you talk about your wife like that, but my wife's quite a piece of tail. It's just, uh, you can get me too really quick and canceled, but he is a... Uh, a faithful husband with an adorable little boy. And I, uh, we also uh, got married around the same time, and I have a, a wonderful wife who's down the hall because of, you know, quarantine. It's really, <laughs> it's, it's a laugh riot. But I've been working on the benefits so much, and, and Joel Gallon's exec producing it with me, and he's a big music guy, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and he produced my roast years ago and all the Comedy Central roasts. He's just an amazing guy. But uh, this is a really cool event because it's around the world. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's 5 o'clock on Sunday night. It's, it's 5 o'clock in Pacific time, and it's 8 o'clock Eastern time, and, and 6 o'clock Mountain time, and 7 o'clock Central. I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, it's also a pre-show a half hour before it, so that'll help people get settled in so they can get their cocktails or, or whatever. And really, it's about a 90-minute live show, and it's just going to be, as you know from the list of people I just named, so entertaining. It's pretty great. I'm looking forward to it this Sunday night. Cool comedy, hot cuisine with our guest, Bob Saget, who also, I'm sure, talks about this on his podcast. He's he's here for you. And I heard on a recent episode, Bob, that you're claiming pets and dirty jokes is what's helping people through hardship. So I'm curious as to how many pets <laughs> how many pets are in the Saget household? Well, there was a King Charles Spaniel named Alan. He was named after my dentist, but he, he passed away. <laughs> Um, very sadly, from prostate cancer. So I tried to cure him um, and took him for things you don't want to do, radiation and chemo, and he was such a sweetheart, but it's not a good idea. I think he had a couple months of happiness through it, but you can't let an animal suffer that you love. I mean, he was like a son to me. And, uh, in fact, I, I was, my, wife, my ex-wife and I got divorced and uh, when my kids were young, and, and Alan just went with whatever kid. He was my son, so one week with Dad, one week with Mom, and it really was, he was an angel, a true angel. And he, uh, my dad also had a nose, uh, he had, had a little bit of cancer on his nose. And, of course, the joke, I won't tell what it was, but there was an issue. I was asking my dad, if he has it, you know, on his prostate and you have it on um, <laughs> your nose, you how have you been near the dog, Dad? You know, it, it, I just, you know, it's not a good thing. My dad had a sick sense of humor, and so... He actually came up with that disgusting premise, but yeah, there's no there's no dogs around. But on today on the podcast that's out right now, 
I do talk about how, you know, there dirty jokes and pets can really help you through this crazy time. That so we're why don't you have any pets? You're not going to replace the dog? You don't want to go through all that heart, heartache again? No dogs? Well, I think mostly it's because I was traveling so much, and I know that once I would get a dog right now, I'd be gone again. Because uh, once this is over, I'm going to be touring like a banshee all over the country. I had so many dates set up, as we all did, uh, to performers, and I had to cancel them all. And I can't go into movie production on something I'm directing because of this, even though some movies are on, you know, they're in production, but then they shut down for a few weeks here and there. So it's a very difficult time, as we know. Um, in the real world, it's an incredibly difficult time. And, you know, it's not to diminish COVID at all by doing benefits for other patron saint causes. I've done ALS benefits for people and all virtual and cancer benefits and Parkinson's, things they care about, you know. And scleroderma, not unlike COVID, it can affect your lungs where you can get pulmonary hypertension. And people know people who have it. And if they want help, we can help them. It's srfcure.org. And um, it's just, you know, it's my heart goes out to so many people. It's unbelievable how we're all going through this difficult time in many different ways. You know, people are, it's just, a, it's, it's quite, you know, you want to say it's sad and it's, it's tragic and we don't want to lose any more life, but we also want to help the people that have other problems. There's so many things. We're in whatever you call a perfect storm, right? So it's just, it's just a time where I think humor and that podcast I'm doing, Bob Saget's here for you. I'm laughing with people that are in dire straits, you know? Yeah, people Not can actually call you, it. can't they, Bob? Like, you like put your phone number yeah, out there? Yeah, uh, once a week, uh, I have an episode where I, I'm on a couple times a week, and, uh, and on Mondays usually is uh, I have a special guest, and then last Monday I had Dave Collier, and we say things that no one under 15 should hear. And <laughs> before that, I had Josh Radner from How I Met Your Mother because I was the old Ted voice, and he was the young one. But, yeah, I, I like to call people, and I call a guy, and... They they look on my Twitter or my Instagram stories. I tell them when I'm going to call, and they leave a message. And then I'll call somebody, and the guy's, like, stoned out of his mind. So that's, oh, I'm going to talk to this guy a while. And he won't stop laughing. And then he tells me that his mom has COVID, but she's okay, and he's laughing. I'm like, sir, you've got to stop laughing. This is a serious thing. And then he laughs more because a stoned person, don't tell them not to laugh, you know. It's, uh, it's, we- it's an interesting crazy world and i love the connection with people and i started doing the podcast before i was before quarantine so i wanted to do it i wanted to do it because it felt right i'd been out doing stand-up and felt a lot of dissension in the audience and i get a very diverse audience and i don't want people arguing at the show i want them to laugh their heads off because it really they always say laughter is the best medicine but that's actually percocet but that's a good one. That's a good one. A five twelve. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I think ninety people have done a version of that, but I did one ten years ago on a show. But somebody must have done it sooner. But uh, it's a common premise, I would think. But the point is, people really do need to escape and laugh, and you're doing that. I mean, you're helping people. You're talking with people. Doesn't it feel good to be able to? Say, you know, I talk too much because I'm pitching my my benefit because I want people to be part of it, but. Does it feel good to connect? It does, for sure. I've always loved that about radio, where you know you can, you can just be talking into the microphone and be talking to millions of people uh, at once and trying to get everybody on the same page. Uh, hopefully we can get out and go see some shows. Do you believe in your crystal ball that 2021 you will be standing in front of a crowd 
of faces without masks, and people will be laughing at your funny jokes, Bob. But do you believe 2021 we will finally get back to that? I think near the end. Well, I'm I'm booked even in the beginning of it, but I'm going to have to do what I've been doing, which is move dates if it has to come to that, because I can't play to a house of 16 and travel and get anybody in any danger. Um, and then I do think, I know it, I know it's going to happen. I was part of that Dave Chappelle summer camp, which was so amazing to be part of it. And it was 400 people, and Live Nation uh, made it happen, and Dave made it happen. And it was so incredible. It's 400 people with masks on, socially distanced, and it's a little hard to hear some of the laughs in a cornfield in Ohio, but I loved it. I got to be with Dave and and different people. Chris Tucker was there, and Michelle Wolf, and Darnell, and uh, Louis C.K. was there. And so it was, we were pushing the envelope, and Dave has people lock up their phones, so we got to say the most irreverent stuff you can imagine. And it was like, oh, my God, I'm doing comedy. Oh, that's, this feels so good, which all... All of us comedians that are out there to try to make people feel good and to get our get our our minds done and have our our discourse with people uh, are going to come out of the gate when we're allowed to safely. And I know I'm going to go back and tour. I owe Canada big time because I canceled on them before they believed that quarantine was going to happen, and I had like six gigs planned, and they were pretty upset. But then the next day they had to shut down. So then they went, "Oh, we're sorry, we were upset." And it is real. It's real. So uh, in the meantime, we try to help everybody else we can. And I, the, my benefit is going to be quite funny because I've got some of the funniest people in the world. And they, again, they're all ripping me a new one. It's going to be uh, not pleasant. But you, you don't have to pay of any fun. of these guys, do you, Bob? Because, I mean, we're talking uh, oh, no, big money God, guys. No, God, Jack no. Black, it, Jason Alexander, A-list. I mean, uh, they don't want big dollars. They're all doing this just for well, you. Uh, a lot of people like Jack are just speaking from their heart, you know. So they're not out there to do a, a comedy bit, but they are humorous because they're lovable. But uh, most of the other comedians are, are doing, you know, it's just really well produced. It's not going to be glitchy Zoom signals. But, you know, uh, I'll tell you, people really put their own company's money into it. Kelly Clarkson uh, singing, you know, um, John Mayer. Uh, many people, Jeff Ross did one of the funniest things I've ever seen. That is a tape bit that will people will not forget. It is he does a whole kung fu bit about getting rid of scleroderma, but it's it's just over the top. And John Mayer is singing a song that's one of my favorite songs. And he, all of these people, like John Mayer, Jack Black always came to the live benefits that we've done. And, and the, you know, when you come to a benefit and you've got people like Dave Chappelle and, and, and Jim Gaffigan on, and all, everybody with Ray Romano, all these guys are, uh, and ladies are working together, you really uh, have such a spirit. And it's all, they all do it to help. They do it to help, and I'm lucky to have the friends that I have. It's not just showbiz bullcrap, you know. It's people who actually care and use their platform to try to help people, and that's what I will always do because it's a gift if you get that, if you get people to want to listen to you. Um, and I find that on the podcast. I'm sure you find it on your radio show because, you I mean, you've got a huge radio show that goes everywhere, and, you know, everybody loves Shaq. I mean, there's no one that doesn't. I saw him last time in Detroit years ago at a hotel called the Townsend, and he was sitting in the lobby. And I walked over to him, and he went, oh, hey, Bob. And I shook his hand, and when I shook his hand, my hand literally disappeared. <laughs> I, I, didn't know, I didn't know where it went. I, didn't know, I had never seen a hand that large. It was, um, 
I was like, please hold me, just hold me. <laughs> yeah, I have a picture on the uh, back porch. I had my shoe on, and uh, his had his slipper on the back porch, and I was able to put my entire shoe, of high top I believe I was wearing, all the way inside of his slipper with still plenty of room with my own shoe inside of his shoe. 22s, man, that's a, you got to imagine. unbelievable. Very big. I mean, it's, it, that is very large. Uh, and uh, luckily, I, if I was that fortunate to be that uh, big a man, I would be able, my doorways are pretty tall in my house. So I, I'm kind of sad if I wake up one morning as, a, as an amazing <laughs> superstar basketball player. <laughs> if I just wake up, that's a good fantasy film. It's like, like Mike, but you actually become him. You're you pretty just, tall yourself. How tall are you, uh, Saget? I'm 6'4", and I'm about uh, two feet on my back, but I'm 6'4", I'm, uh, tall. Maybe you and Shaq so. could do like a one-on-one -on -one kind of raise money for uh, Scleroderma or something like uh, that at some point to see who could oh, win a free throw uh, I mean, competition. That would be fun. I would be honored. I mean, we all know he's one of the kindest people in the world, uh, with a, with a giant heart and a lot of truth behind him, so uh, I I can't say enough good things about Shaq. You're you're at a wonderful place where you get to be part of that network. It's really cool, and I know it's reaching out to a lot of people. And I haven't done any jokes about my groinal area, which I think is a huge achievement. But um, I will be doing them on the benefit Sunday night because it's live. They can't stop me. We'll be tuned in, Bob. Thanks for your time, and we'll catch up uh, with you soon. Go Lakers! Thank you, Gentry. Yeah, right? Pretty damn great. Have a good one, Gentry. Thanks so much. Peace out.